0: Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. I don't know about you, but my algorithm thinks I want to see this sphere in Las Vegas a lot. And by now you've probably seen the pictures of this thing. The sphere in Las Vegas where you two were the first act to perform in front in this thing. Two point three a billion dollar venue, outfitted and surrounded with LED screens and lights to ensure The concert experience like no other. But what would you think if someone said, we're going to build one of them on your doorstep? Or better yet, wedged between residential flats. Well, that is the plan for the world's next Sphere venue in Newham in London, a place I used to live. Campaigners from the community called Stop MSG Sphere London are asking the Lord Mayor to reconsider the proposal of the site being used to build this mega stadium. And I mean, that's what it is. It's a mega stadium. It's like something has landed in your city from space. Speaking with us from the group is Serene Sanmez. It is brilliant to have you. Sorry, Jareen. I'm sorry I got your name wrong there. As somebody with an with an unusual name myself, Jarlith. I know how that feels. Good afternoon to you.
1: Good afternoon.
0: I know I've come into this very light, Jareen, but at the same time, this is, this, is a, this is the kind of thing that London City Council does and suggests and people like you have to be up in arms to stop it from happening. Talk to us a little bit where you live in relation to the site of this proposed MSG sphere in London.
1: Oh, I mean, my position is so prime. So I'm one of the flats that's closest to the site. So from my, um, from my flat from our balcony to the to the site to the sphere would be about seventy five between fifty and seventy five meters. What? So just a prime spot. I mean,
0: seventy five meters. This thing is nearly visible from space. This is going to light <laughs> your apartment if it goes in that spot. Now, are we talking? You'll be seventy five meters from the sphere itself, or from the location? Uh,
1: I, I believe it was it was calculated as from the surface of the sphere.
0: Oh so, so my god. That. Yeah. And it would run 24-hour advertisements, am mm-hmm. I right and saying, just like the one in Vegas?
1: So I'm, I'm not sure about the advertisements overnight. Uh, I think there, there have been um, some things in the documents that have said that they may need to dim it overnight. Um, it's, they, they've literally got thousands and thousands of pages of documents, so it's difficult to sort of dig out all mm-hmm. the precise information you need. But, it, but at the very least, it will. They'll never fully turn the lights off, is what I've understood. So um, we will we will have some form of glowing orb outside of our flat, okay. regardless of
0: the time. So I live very close to Tato Park, which you may not be aware of, but at one time it was Ireland's number one tourist attraction and it's the Potato Wonderland at that time. Uh, and living next door to an attraction like that causes, you know, disruption. But it doesn't completely change the property. This is no longer your apartment, is it?
1: Exactly that. It's um, every single window of our flat looks onto that site, so there's n- we, there's no escaping it. There is no getting away from it. Wherever we are in the house, we would see the sphere.
0: How do they tell you that? Like, uh, how did you first find out that this was about to take place?
1: Oh, this is the, this is my favourite thing. So, um, yesterday marked five years since we got the the keys to our flat. Very very exciting. So when we walk into the building. And um, just at the front desk there, there is um, just at the front of the building, there's a small stack of leaflets. So I pick one up and I'm like, hmm, that looks very interesting. And I asked the person, there, I was like, where is this supposed to be? And she's sort of pointing at the building kind of thing. And I was like, okay, then I think that might be right outside our flat. So um, that was how we found out. And at that time, they were doing a consultation just across the road. So we Mm. we came into our flat, said hello to the building, said hello to the house. And then we went straight over to the consultation first thing. So it's the day we got our keys five years ago yesterday.
0: Wow. And it's by flyer. It's not even by by text or email. It's literally (laughs) it's like telling us that there's going to be a pool built next door.
1: Right, right. And just by chance as well, you know, it was a tiny stack of leaflets. If we'd been slightly later, they might have all gone. So, um, that, yeah, so it
0: was, yeah, I mean, that's absurd to start with. I'd imagine yeah. that the next phase is there's a meeting. Is there? Has there been a meeting, a gathering of residents to discuss the orb that's about to land next to them?
1: Many, many over the years. So, given that we've been sort of on this for five years, we've done lots of meetings. We've had meetings with residents. Um, sort of pre-COVID times, we did extensive door knocking. So we spoke. to so I had the pleasure of meeting so many of my neighbours and so many people in just the surrounding buildings in the area, just being like, do you know about this thing? And my goodness, the vast majority had no idea this was taking place. So then we would give them the information, let them know what was going to be happening, what the timeframes are. And that's how a lot of people found out was just through us campaigning and going around to people yeah,
0: and talking to people. Doing the job they they should have been doing. I'm talking to Doreen yeah. Sommers from London, who is at the site of where, she lives at the site where the new MSG sphere for London is set to be built, uh, just in case you're just joining us. And, you know, I would imagine that, like, uh, like me, you're on TikTok and seeing what the sphere looks like in Las Vegas. But I don't imagine that you're marvelling at it in the same way. When did it dawn on you that this isn't just a light-up ball that, you know, the likes of the Dome in London, that it's something far, far more ominous and overbearing?
1: Honestly, I, I, I gauged it from the very beginning. I looked at the leaflet and they sort of had a, a mock-up on it. And, um, and when we went straight over to the consultation, they had, a, they had a scale model. And so you've got my building and then the sphere next to it, which is only slightly smaller than my building. We've got, we're a, we're a tall building and we're on the third floor. And I'm there standing in there, standing there in person, and I'm pointing at it going, that is going to light up. And I live there, and that's meant to be okay, right there. So from the beginning, it was, it, it was clear that it was going to be something gigantic. But now that we've got the images and the videos, oh my goodness. Mm.
0: It's a, it's a <laughs> it's new, level.
1: Uh, Joanne, totally new I really,
0: level. I really hope that yeah. something happens, that something changes. Do you, what hope do you hold out? for them not building it on this clearly inappropriate site?
1: Well, um, it's, a, it's a difficult one. I'll mention first that, firstly, they have very kindly offered us blackout blinds. Oh, so, that's So um, the solution is very kind. Um, so they're sort of placing the, the responsibility on us to avoid the consequences of their light pollution. Right. So, so, um, so that's how they are thinking they will mitigate the effects of this advertising mm-hmm. all wow. day. Wow. Well, yeah. That's, unfortunately,
0: that's, that's where we have to leave it, Juree. That is sure. all the time I have for it. It's been right. great to talk to you. Thank you for taking the time. Moncrief, weekdays at two p.m. with Anne Glaze on News Talk.